0: I'm Gabby's Jules Grace Guys over West London. Jules, what a weekend. Wow. I, you never see a manager no. coming out and saying, oh, look, I'm gonna leave at the end of the season. Instead, we've had two in two days at two of yeah. the biggest clubs in the world. We'll be getting into all that. We'll be getting into the, the FA Cup. We'll be getting into Bayern, Real Madrid. Tons to talk about. Yeah. Um, but we have to start at Anfield, where on Friday, um Liverpool uh or Jurgen Klopp announced, hey, My tank is nearly empty. I am running out of gas. I'm going to leave at the end of the season. I wrote a long column on the website giving giving my views. Really, really good. Um, Very good. And for me, though, the the big takeaway, we'll get into the details of the nitty-gritty and obviously the fact that they beat Norwich 5-2 this weekend, is the admission of of humanity, the admission of weakness, which... It's, it's not something we see from leaders, right? CEO no. types, managers, so Very on. Because, and partly the, the reason we always thought, oh, we have they have to show their self-confidence, they have to show yeah. their invulnerability, that's how they get buy-in. People have to have faith in them if somebody is, is weak or vulnerable or tired. But I think the world has changed and, and maybe it's millennials, maybe it's men's mental health, whatever. Somebody can come out and say this. Yeah. I know, hopefully, that... Don't follow him between
1: now and June. Yeah, I think the fragility, I think you can be strong like Klopp and Liverpool and still fragile. And I think this is why he highlighted, um, you can be Roy Hudson and be 20 years older than Klopp and still feel that you've got enough energy to manage the Premier League and be 20 years younger like Klopp and feel like this is it now. I can't, I can't give much more. Even if you are at a really good time, you've been, you started to rebuild, you've got a very good young squad for years to come. So you would think actually this is a great time for club. Why is he stepping down now? And I think it's because for all the things that we see, the rebuilding process, the success on the pitch, him on the touchline that really seems to be exactly like he was last year, the year before, the year before, etc. etc. Deep under, there's clearly a lassitude, tiredness. I don't know if there's problem more private that he can't talk about right now, maybe, maybe not. But Man, what a shock that was. Because Xavi, we will come we we'll talk about later, under pressure. You can, Different see, situation. you can see but for club, I think nobody expected. And a secret like this, very often, as you know, kind of leaks, or you hear about it, you hear something. This time they kept it so, under wrap and then he just announced the bombshell.
0: So he they came out and they he told the club, he told FSG in uh, in November. Uh and naturally i thought okay did they start discreetly asking questions i don't think they did because like you said you can't keep this under wraps for two months there's just too many too many moving parts right if you start uh, talking to other people so there is a question of what happens next Mm -hmm. and uh, instantly people are going to say oh look we up the real madrid which means hey look Chabi alonso maybe We'll, we'll we'll get into that later but there's so many more questions because this is definitively the end of an era, right? When, when, when you think about it, uh, in the front office, Mike Gordon gone, Julian Ward gone, before him, uh, Michael Edwards gone. Yeah. On the pitch, Henderson gone, Fabinho gone, Firmino gone, Sadio Mane gone, Mohamed Salah and Going Virgil van Dijk. Point, yeah. You know, Salah one year left, I think van Dijk yeah. is two years. Yeah. But, but still, like, this is the transition. Yeah. And now they have to start knocking on doors and it felt like Klopp out. would would oversee that transition. It, it felt that way. It, it felt very much guaranteed to me uh, that he would he would say, look, we've brought in these younger players, we're rebuilding for the future. I again, I don't I, I think when FSG got the call, and by the way, sorry, the other big insecurity is Fenway Sports Group themselves, right? Yeah. John W. Henry and Tom Warner are both in their 70s. They put the club up for sale. I mean, they said, oh, we're looking for investment, strategic partners at a certain valuation. Never happened. But once you put a club up for sale, it's kind of for yeah, sale. Like good, yeah. um, that is is going to be a big, big insecurity between now and the end of the season. Jules, for me, I want to get your thoughts on this. The biggest thing for Klopp, and, and I do have some positivity for it, is it's almost like a win-win for the Gipper situation between now and the end of the season, right? He's given so much of this club. Yeah. And the players will actually be energized and motivated Completely. more than they would be.
1: It's a sad news, and Friday was a sad day. But I think it's going to boost those players who would want to finish as the highest possible. They're having that incredible next four months, win everything they can. I just, I really feel that they will want to give him the perfect send off, and send off will be winning all four trophies that they can still win. For example, but if you think that that could be a downer, I think for them it would be an an upper. You said,
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be a boost. All right, Jules, we mentioned succession, but let's start, just legacy, um, because I think I think this is really important for those who don't know him so well. I mean, for me, I mean, we kind of assume most people listen to our podcast are pretty much hardcore football fans, yeah. right? So obviously in his, what, eight-ish years uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, that yeah. he spent there, he won a number of trophies. I think there's obviously reached three Champions League finals, won one of them. Um, the big thing that he did was he delivered the title 30 years after their last yep. title. I think more than that, he formed a connection with the city and the fan base. You know, I, I, I often think about, all right, what should we judge a manager on, right? A, a, a coach's work. And obviously results is one of them, obviously is the team moving in the right direction. Are you um, are you improving individual players? Yeah. Which I think is another thing that he really did. I mean, Andy Robertson was not Andy Robertson no. to, to to mention one guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd argue Firmino wasn't Firmino. I mean, Musala um, wasn't. Musala was pretty best, good. Yeah. No, but yeah, obviously, he took him to to, to another yeah. level. Um, So I think Jordan Henderson, I think another one, obviously benefited from Klopp. So ticks those boxes, but what stands out, and Liverpool lends itself to this because they like their folk hero managers, Yeah. but he really formed a connection. Yeah, that's the thing. He was outspoken sometimes on non-football issues as well, and he had this, this enthusiasm, this charisma, which I don't think probably Liverpool hadn't seen since King Kenny.
1: Yeah, King Kenny, and then you can obviously go down to Shankly I mean, Rafa was, very, very, was, very, yeah, very, was, was loved too, but in a very different way. Very different way, you're right. A uh, very different personality, of course, of course, as well. And I think Klopp's personality in Liverpool, in what football means to these this, 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 this fans, the city. I think it was um, like a match made in heaven, really. And it worked so well. You could say, of course, eight and a half years, one league title, but because it was this City and Guardiola incredible team when yeah. you reached 98 points, 97 points, 92 points and you only won one of those three titles there's clearly somebody against you that is amazing too the, the,
0: Manchester City have won five of the last six, six Premier League titles the only team I think that really pushed them in that time, hundred oh yeah, percent. Are, I our Liverpool.
1: Yeah, it's just, and you're right. All three, and we mentioned, we said it a lot on the, on the show. The three criteria for to judge the managers: the style, the success, and the players' improvement are all there and more. Even so, one of the greatest, without a doubt, a sad day, but like we said, they've got four months to finish on the highest highs of you
0: know possible, and they will do that. In terms of the squad, I I don't necessarily need to mention. I don't want to get into the Norwich game because let's face it, it was it was one-sided. But what what was interesting too, when people made a big deal out of this, is Bradley McConnell in in midfield. I think making a start. There's a real sense that you know there's there's a generation of youngsters coming through. Kwanzaa is another one, Um, and that there's a strong group left behind. Even if Sol and Van Dyke leave and, and they're not going to be around more than a couple of years. Right? No, you don't a, think so. At best, right?
1: But that transition has started already. And for the youngsters, I mean, Nico Williams looked really good too at some point. And he plays for Nottingham Forest. He's not even overstarting. So, so, wasn't he a Welsh international? Yeah, yeah. But you see what I mean? Exactly, exactly. So with the youngest ones, unless they're trained and they are really right. something else, I'm a bit more wary about Although they Although they look decent. I just think that, you know as well, before we talk about who could come next, it's also how much club was doing for that club in the sense that, do you know who was the sporting director? So Edwards left. Julian Ward. Julian Ward left. And Schwarzke was really the kind of guy who was a bit of a sporting director. He's leaving at the end of this month, not even waiting for the end of the season. So not just they would have to find a, a new manager and backroom staff because everybody else is leaving too, but also a sporting director. And as you keep repeating us very rightly, it makes a lot of sense to go first for the sporting director and he will pick who he wants to also work with, share the same philosophy, blah, 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 everything like that. So it's are even more problem than for Liverpool. So here's the uncomfortable question.
0: If we know Fenway put the club up for sale and we yeah. know that they're in their 70s and they say it's not for sale now, but you know, whatever, are they going to invest in a, in a sporting director? Because this is a really, really big call. Or you chose the new for manager to do that job.
1: A bit like Klopp. Klopp and Linders have been really kind of doing it for the last year or so.
0: Yeah. And where did Liverpool finish last season? It was a tough season. It's, it's a difficult fifth. one. Yeah, like, but look it, on the transfer market. McAllister's sub uh, was like, a lot of them are Klopp's choices. You yeah, no, no. No question. Like, I mean, there's no kind of perfect science to it. But this team was built by Klopp with Michael Edwards. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And to then step into another model where the sporting director is an extension of the manager, especially when it's a new manager. Let's not forget, yeah. a, I'm more confident handing Klopp the keys to the transfer window and getting kind of an execution-only director of football if Klopp is already there, he's already established a culture, he's already proved himself as a manager. Again, I would always have an yeah. independent, free-thinking sporting director, but in Klopp's case, you might make an exception. Now he's gone. And the other thing is, as you noted, and this was a little weird to me, his entire backroom staff is gone, including yeah. Pep Blinders, who a lot of people thought, you know, would he be a successor. To, yeah. Could be a successor. I think he was king. Um, now, if I were a conspiracy theorist, yeah. I would say, well, I haven't asked. Is Pep Linders' uh, tank running on empty as well? Is he tired too? Did he want to go? Yeah. Would it? Have, might it make sense to tell them, hey guys? You still, we don't know who the manager is, the new guy coming in, but you still have jobs here if you want them. You still have contracts here. Mm-hmm. Or did they all leave because with like club? Loyalty for club? Yeah, okay, loyalty, but these guys have mortgages, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, true. And
0: they don't know true. when club's taking another job, unless they do know. And yeah. unless some people have suggested, you know, he takes some time off and maybe after the Euros, the Germany job, possibly, which isn't as draining day to day. Yeah, as being club manager. Yeah, you go
1: back home. Could that be? So I, I said, I, th- I read that he said, or I listened to him saying that he wanted to take a year off and something, which I think could make sense if you have energy, if you feel like it's been the last nine years have been draining, etc., etc. The German job is obviously coming up because Nagelsmann, as we know, will finish after the Euros. Although, I guess if they win the Euros, they might want the, the, the German Federation might want to, to, him to stay a bit longer. I'm not sure he'd want
0: to stay. Maybe, maybe he
1: wouldn't want to stay, exactly. So this is perfect for Klopp, oh. right? So maybe they know already that they're going to do that in, Jan- in, in July or, whatever, or August, and that uh, he will bring with him Linders and Kravitz and all of them.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, one obvious question I think some people are going to have now, we touched upon Xabi Alonso before It's It's almost like Too obvious yeah. The man is under contract With Bayer Leverkusen He's phenomenal uh, Unbeaten uh, This season Except for uh, um, No he is unbeaten, no, unbeaten Sorry yeah. Unbeaten yeah. this league season and in, Europe. Uh, in the league And in Europe um, Which is phenomenal It's nearly yeah. February uh, And obviously people Have said Well if he leaves He's going to go to One of his former clubs His former clubs are um, Real Madrid Liverpool Bayern Munich and we also see that way. Don't to forget. forget. Don't forget. Everybody yeah. seems to forget yeah. that, right? I mean, we talked about the conspiracy people putting two plus two, but I don't see Chabio Alonso committing to leaving now when he can deliver a historic title because word yeah. gets out. Word will get out. Yeah. Um, alternatives to Chabio Alonso? Do you, I mean, do you, do you, like like do we do we agree that it's highly unlikely that FSG have seriously approached people yeah surely we would know by now so i don't think they have and also so could it be that they're looking for the sporting director
1: i think he could i think it would make sense i think a aggressman if he's on the the market could be tempting interesting the thing is you're never going to get someone like club never no. get that you're the, not getting a level. replacement
0: you're getting a successor yeah, yeah
1: exactly so if you want something as so, or someone sorry as close as club, I don't even know where you go and where you look at. Because even Chabi Alonso plays a different style, a different formation, he's got a different personality. So I, I don't know, I think it's a really tricky one. And also if you after somebody already at a club like Chabi Alonso, and the guy said, Listen, I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no, I'm saying let's meet at the end of the season. Then what do you do? You wait. Can you? Can, can Liverpool really wait that long? No. You.
0: You get a director of football. You. You work yeah, but, on the director of football.
1: Yeah. True. Okay. But you, let's say you get Paul Mitchell for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. So Paul Mitchell, if he wants to hire Xabi Alonso, and Xabi says, "Listen, maybe, maybe not. I don't know yet. But let's, let's. I don't want to talk about it and hear about it until the the season is finished. Can you really?" afford to wait all that long to
0: prepare for I think you can. A succession of Klopp. I think you can, I think you have to, and I think you owe it to you owe it to Klopp anyway. Right? Not to not to allow this to be a distraction to to the team between now and the end of the season. Yeah. And I'll leave you with this quote from right. Eckhart Toll, the guy who wrote the power of now. Yeah. Just to remind your Liverpool fans it's a scary time. I get that. You can't control the past, it's gone. You can't control the future because you It's not here yet, but you can control and enjoy the present. you got three more months of club. Enjoy it. All right, enough club. Let's move on to Barcelona. They lose at home. 5-3 to Villarreal. Villarreal. Uh, The game, I mean, so much happened in this game, but let's move beyond this uh, because it was overshadowed by what happened afterwards. Xavi announcing in the press conference that he was going to leave the club at the end of the season, in June, yeah. uh, regardless of what happens. And he hadn't even told the players yet. He had apparently told the club, I think the day before, a couple of days before. Jules, this is a completely different scenario yeah. from your club.
1: For sure, we talked about the pressure that He was under... The fact that he's already said a few weeks ago that if they don't, didn't win any trophies at the end of the season that he would resign himself and leave and go. Which we explained in the last show when we we had a big segment on them that it was a bit strange that it's yeah. really rare for manager to say that. Uh, at the time they had lost in the Copa del Rey, but in well, the At league, the time
0: I'd suggested that maybe he said this to kind of get a signal from the club yeah, have porta come out and say something like oh no, no 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 it doesn't matter if we win or not obviously yeah. we want to win we're looking for progress blah 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 and we have faith in Xavi instead we got him something nothing. like "We no worse we well, got well unlike in the past if we don't win there will be consequences yeah, but no, yeah that, that's really helpful Johan
1: exactly and I think the key here is how isolated Xavi felt the lack of support that yeah. he felt received on top of not just the club, I think, getting him to dry, No, know, how do you say, uh, uh, leaving him, him to dry. Hanging him out to dry. Hang, that's it, hanging him out to dry. I think the pressure from the media, and we know in Spain, and especially in Madrid and Barcelona, that if there's an agenda against you, very often set by the club and the president and all of that, who leak stuff and talk a lot behind your back, it could be very difficult. And I think, I thought, I thought OK, club is a sad news, and the way he delivered that video. The Xavi press conference was painful to watch, painful to listen to. He, you had so much empathy for him and so much pity in a way because it really felt like I'm here on my own, all the pressure coming, I don't know how to do, what to do. And he's a young manager, of course he's young, especially in, in the big five leagues in Europe. But I just would not wish down anybody
0: else. Yeah, look, I'm sure we're going to have people watching this and saying like, oh, but look at his results. He's rubbish. you got to go. Blah, blah, blah. Bring in XYZ. Okay, so first of all... He won the league six months ago. He did win at least six months ago. But, but but I think more than that, X, Y, Z is going to cost you an arm and a leg, right? If he's going to be better than Xavi. Right now, Barcelona don't have that. Right yeah. now, we still have Laporta mortgaging the future with his stupid levers and all the financial controls uh, that are there. So think about that before you start talk about bringing in God knows who to go and manage your club. And Klopp was linked to Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what he needs if he wants to chill out, right? Yeah. Right. Secondly, last season, and, and this is very obvious. I don't know if they use analytics. This is very basic analytics, right? Last season, they at this stage of the season, they had conceded seven goals and they had an XG of around 17 and a half. The XG this year is around 22 and they've conceded 29 goals. Now, obviously, they got worse this year. We yeah, can talk yeah. about Ter Stegen and Gabi. Not being XG not. against you, man, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah. But the obvious thing is, that was not. they were not good defensively last year, too. They didn't give up goals. For different reasons, variants yeah, like yeah. or Turskian, yeah. whatever. Did they go and address this in the summer? No. No. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Right. sorry. They brought in Inigo Martinez. Yes. Okay. And your friend Joao Cancelo, who, as we saw in the Real game, yeah, the defensive machine Joao Cancelo. Yeah. Uh And I look at this from, from Xavi's perspective. When he joined the club, I think Ravelo was already gone or, or, or was going, right? Yeah. But Matteo Alemani was there. His guy. His guy. He leaves. Yeah. Replaced by who? By Deco, an no, agent. Right? guy. Right? He's guy. Jordy Kreif, gone. His guy. Uh, all of a sudden, you're wondering wait, is there anybody upstairs other than, oh, Deco, who brings in Ja Felix and Ja Cancela? Uh, you know, purely coincidence. Yeah. I mean, you put these things together and you really are isolated out there, right? It didn't take a genius to figure out that Lewandowski was going to slow down as he gets older because the man is not a robot. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't take a genius to figure these things out that you could go with youth. But maybe you should put your resources there rather than flights of fancy with, with Gundogan at his age, a big free agent contract. And and every time Barcelona have not played well and, and and maybe that's on Xavi. Yeah. But know. over the last few know. games actually they played Piece better performances. Yeah, you know the 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 Bival game. Yeah, that wasn't a bad game. I know yeah. they, they obviously they lost and whatever the, the Betis game, the Betsy's they is won, good. right? Yeah. Um, and it it just it feels to me like there's more to the story. It feels to me like there's stuff here that we don't know about. We can speculate if we like. Anyway, with club we speculated that you speculated that it would be an. it would be actually might actually be an upper might be a boost yeah. to their title winning chances yeah i really believe that here wow we're both really negative i don't think anybody's gonna say oh look Chavi's leaving at the end of the year let me play better let me defend better uh and you know to me it's a mystery because and, and i wrote this in my column today like i said if i were Chavi and i communicated on the spot after that f- defensive freak show that I saw from Cancelo, from Ronald Araujo yeah, passing Rojo. the ball, yeah. you know, I can understand somebody making an emotional decision and saying, like, that's it, I'm done. I'm done with you Muppets. Yeah. Um, that's obviously not the case, but it's 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 hard to see how he won't be seen as a lame duck unless... Yeah. Like, We're both Xavi fans, let's come out. And yeah, yeah really. Here. Unless he knows your psychology so well that saying he's going to leave is actually going to make some make the players know, rally round and saying, guys, we can <laughs> still change his we can still change his mind.
1: No, I don't think. I think
0: this Gra- comes on the back. Nah, this comes on the
1: back of reports already, and including on ESPN, that he lost the dressing room, or that the players were not on board anymore so much, that there were tensions. Let's the tensions name between, Let's name
0: names. I'm sure the reports don't name who he lost in the dressing room. No, but, okay. but who do you think? Because I really wonder who has status in that dressing room and who would be enough of a snake and, and stupid enough as well to not understand Barcelona's overall financial situation as well that they would turn on Xavi. No, I, no, I would. Okay, so Lewandowski doesn't seem happy. Okay, he wouldn't Dude, be surprised. You're if old. Was him. You got a year left. You make a
1: bunch of okay. money. But still, you're irrelevant. Still, is Gundogan happy there? Uh, dude, well, uh, remember uh, what I said after the Clasico that they lost sorry. when they played really well for an hour? When they lost 2-1? That didn't yeah. sound very positive hey, Ilkai, to me. Hey, here you've,
0: you've been here six months, right? No, seriously, why don't you yeah. booger off back to Manchester or Dortmund or whoever will have you, right? So,
1: you know, I don't know. So I don't know who. Uh, maybe that was not true. Maybe
0: they're just No, no, no I, don't, I don't know. But, but I would have thought I'm in this saying. dressing room, the leaders, I, I would have thought the leaders should be the veteran players who've been there, right? So I would care much more about the opinion of Frankie de Jong, for yeah. better or worse. Uh, Obviously, Gavi and Pedri... Pedri, I'm assuming, doesn't talk much, but Gavi would... And he's very young, but Gavi's got... You would expect them to be on board, right? I would expect them to be on board. Ter Stegen.
1: Yeah.
0: Araujo and Kunde, Guys, he's gone to bat for you guys so many times... Yeah. ...that I would expect some level of loyalty. And if Kunde thinks, oh, I'm playing rubbish, I'm playing like a mannequin, because Xavi's a bad manager... Because the guy's got something wrong in the head, so I don't believe yeah. it's those no, guys. No, no. So when people say lost it, you're talking, you talking about Joe Felix. You're talking about Joe no, Felix because Cancelo he's not, not going to get a deal. Are not happy?
1: I don't know. Maybe Cancelo. And oh, you're Felix not happy, not Cancelo? Happy. Really? Well, he doesn't play anymore. right? Okay, God, you didn't play at Bayern. You didn't
0: play Manchester City. Hey, you ever wonder? He was my guy, by the way. He was my guy going forward. But yeah. when I see this defensive
1: stuff, I mean, it's bad. But even if it's not true, even if the dressing room was still behind him, but by the way, the fact that he didn't tell them and told the press first show that there must have been tension. Because if you love that dressing room, if you love everybody, you don't quote them like that and mention it to the whole world before actually telling them.
0: I think more facts are going to emerge on this
1: one. Yeah, for sure. But so it comes on the back of, it comes on the back of, of all of that. I, I, just, I just can't see how they can turn this into a positive. They have to fight to finish top four because Atletico, Girona and Real Madrid, okay, this is three. Then you've got Athletic Bilbao behind. Rad right, Sociedad can have a good, really good run and maybe come and… Yeah. The bottom could fall out, that's you Yeah, what you're completely, about. completely. Especially if you have a bit more injuries, if there's a bit more tension, if there's this, if there's that. And right. I don't know, I, I would think that this morning, I mean, they might have a day off um, Sunday, Monday, I don't know exactly the scheduling, but it must have been pretty gloom the first
0: time that they got all back together at the training round. Watch well, this space because I think the situation is going to get worse before it gets better. Jules, we need to conclude this by giving a shout-out to... Coming,
1: who's coming next?
0: Uh, I'm not going there. I mean, you're going you're to suggest Rafa Marquez because he's a cheap and cheerful in- in-house... The, he's the Barca B... Oh, yeah. Look, no, but then, okay, I'm But going to say something that's going to drive you mad. Yeah. Well, the last time they promoted yeah. somebody from Barca B... to, yeah, yeah.
1: It worked out pretty well. Rafa Marquez is no Pep Guardiola. I think we can all agree <laughs> yeah, on that right now. They have no money. So where do you go? Well Gasa pimienta? You bring him back to the club because he's doing a good job at Las Palmas? Maybe. No. But where, do you, where do you really go?
0: Yeah. Can I say something? What you do is you build a time machine. You go back three years. Uh, Laporta doesn't pull his stupid levers. You sell what you can sell and you put your faith in the kids then. That's what you do. Yeah, okay, and you still finished not, up four. It's, and it's the not going to s- happen. So okay. what do you do really in real life? You know what? You can convince Xavi to stay maybe and change his mind. Could do, or maybe they go around the Champions League, find some money to pay a manager. That I mean, I think those are the but realistic scenarios. In September, he signed a new deal. In January, to say, you know what, I'm leaving in three month time.
1: This is uns- never you, seen you. before. It tells
0: you, it speaks volumes. Never seen before. We have to praise Real and Marcelino. Five goals Crazy. away. That's that's big. Even though several of them were gifts, but still. Yeah, uh, yeah. Considering and how the season started. We're
1: still three two down with ten minutes to go. And who scored the fifth goal?
0: El Comandante, Comandante Morales. Morales. Alright enough, Master. How about some quick hits instead? Let's go, guys. Manchester United have some nervy moments against Newport County in the FA Cup. They go 2-0 up, they're pegged back yeah. to 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Jules, Ten Hag after the game said that his opponents created nothing, scored out of uh uh you know, scored a goal out of nothing. You almost think that, you know, Newport County were
1: three divisions <laughs> below them. Unbelievable. I mean, between the Anthony goal celebration, and I know he hadn't scored this season yet. Uh, But it sounded like, it felt like it was against Manchester City in the derby. The Ten Hag reaction after the game, just, okay, you've done the job. They're playing the fourth division and you are Manchester United. And at some point, they drew with you. They drew. You
0: could be a little classic, pointing out how like, oh, they were so bad.
1: (laughs) They were so bad. They had nothing. Just, you know, give them a bit of credit. Meanwhile, it's 3-2 when you're hanging on at the end. exactly. So you've gone through. And that's it. But oh man, and more controversy around United, Gabby, with Marcus Rashford disciplined by the club for reportedly going out clubbing in Belfast on Thursday night and then being unwell
0: and not being able to train on Friday morning. Yeah. So um, the the report said that he took a he travelled to Belfast by by private jet, uh, flew back uh, in the early hours of Friday morning, and then was not in condition to train. Now when these reports are out there, going to let you know in the media. It's not like Rashford told them this. No. It's United who made sure everybody knew. And officially, yeah. he's just unwell. But yeah. that's why these stories are out there, and nobody's suing, saying these stories aren't true. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, this is obviously an issue. He needs somebody to talk to him. You know, rather than having an advisor who's quick to threaten people with libel, uh, maybe get an advisor who says, "Marcus, yeah. do you want to be a professional footballer? This You've got so much to give. We've praised you so much." Yeah. It's but from bad to us, also. And I say this with the greatest of respect to the Belfast club scene, which I'm a little bit too old for. I never I mean, when did Belfast it become a visa?
1: Maybe maybe he likes it there. Maybe there's know. one club he likes. I don't know.
0: Let's go there, Jules. Brussels come from two goals down at the Parc de France to draw two two with Paris Saint-Germain. Do you want to celebrate the female body part or complain about? It? your boys
1: i would do both because i thought brest were fantastic story of the season yeah in the second half the third and there's a reason why they were brave uh even two nil down at halftime they came back in the second half got a be lucky of course but you need to their first goal is deflected shot but the second goal is a beautiful back hill from <laughs> the cross by satriano is great and they just and, you know, it's not one for now, because I know we don't have the time. But Eric Roy, the manager, who the last time he managed before getting this job a year ago was 11 years before when he was at Nice for a very short spell as a manager, who in between have been a TV pundit, a sporting director, set up like a beach football tournament and stuff like that, right? And then still somehow people got him a ch- got, got him a, another chance, believed in him 11 years after to come and... and, and Make this team one of the best team in Liga, I think is amazing. So, well done to Eric Roy. I'm disappointed because yeah. my boys were 2 0 up and Felicity. Mbappe in
0: missing an action?
1: They just, went, they just went for an app at time and never woke up. So. And, but
0: Speedy Barcola was good in the first
1: half until he got yeah, sent Bobby off. Yeah, Bobby Bacala and they got sent yeah. off. So, here we go. He's still not my favorite player. Interby Fiorentina 1 0 as Lautaro scores again. And Nico Gonzalez hits the world's worst penalty. Gab, this wasn't pretty, but they uh they go point clear with a game in hand
0: it wasn't pretty at all i think Fiorentina are really awkward a good team Inter uh Fiorentina very attacking and so you know Inter don't like being attacked and um i was very Simone Inzaghi a lot of changes a Slani in the middle of the park and whatnot uh, and they, they pretty much gutted it out. It would, have been, would not have been a scandal if Fiorentina yeah. had, uh, had drawn this it game on the balance line, of play. China grew
1: how important they are. And when they're suspended or missing, you got two the same. you starting midfield out. Yeah.
0: Not the same. Bayern win the local derby against Augsburg and come to within two points of the top. Jules, were you impressed? And no. Sasha Bui moving moved the needle for them? So, I don't think they played well at all. They won. Uh, but Can you give you a Harry Kane stat? He took his first shot on goal. I think it was minute 46. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
1: and then he almost got his goal uh, disallowed when he was clearly coming off the defender. The pass was from the defender. So then they rightly changed it and allowed it. Uh, but I just still don't really know where this team is going. And yet they have a lot of players out. Okay, And they lost Coman to an injury, like a bad knee injury. Isn't that,
0: is that a bad thing? I mean, I feel come for common Come on. coman has been terrible this I season. Know, but he's, he's been
1: really, really what, terrible. He's been terrible. He can't become good again.
0: No, that's fine. But you know what? If you're all worried about six and nine and your numbers in your head, here's an easy one for you, right? Here's a really, really simple solution for you, right? Why don't you play Musiala wide, which I wouldn't do, but in the circumstances, Musiala wide is is better than Coleman. Musiala and Sane, and then you can stick another dude in midfield with Kimmich since he can't play six on his old. Have Goretzka through the middle, Muller through the middle, whatever.
1: Now you will have to do something, there's no command anymore. So maybe Musiala will do that. And for Sasha Bowie, I think even if you might think 30 million is a bit expensive, I think he's a wonderful young talent and he would be great for them. He's a proper right back. And by the way, he's Paris-born and bred. As you know, he grew up not far from where we lived. And his nan used to go to the same market to buy a food and veg mm. to, than my mom. So, hey, you see, it can only be a good thing. There you
0: go. I'm yes. sure Masurabi loves it too.
1: Yeah. For the 10th time this season, Real Madrid come from behind, winning 2-1 away at Las Palmas. Gap some love for my boys, Camavinga and Tramini,
0: who scored on his birthday,
1: by the Tramini way, 24. scores on his
0: birthday. Camavinga sets up a, a ridiculous assist. By the way, Camavinga was seen as somebody... In Spain, oh well, is he actually is he actually skillful? Is he actually a passer? Really? Who's he's that? Just a runner? You know, some Spanish people, okay, Because right. he's, he's okay. not Tony Kroos or Luka Modric. Anything or, about um, There was no Jude Bellingham. He moved no. it around. They finally we, we, we saw Brian Diaz, We saw Dani Ceballos yeah. starting. I mean, yeah, this was one. That. I don't want to see that again. By the way, okay. But this I was one Dani Madrid Seballos. comeback where they were actually really, really good. I thought throughout, even without Bellingham. This was one of those where it's like a smash and grab at the end. Now this was way back on Friday, but Manchester City beat Spurs with a late, late, late Nathan Ake goal. Jules, very simple. Did Ruben Diaz foul Vicario on that play? I don't think so. For oh, me, really? not for me. Yeah. Okay, no, try. Right. You can jump backwards into no, just my boy so. Vic. He
1: plays for the ball and he goes for the ball and plays for the ball. I think Vicario should have dealt with the ball much better. In a game that City, by the way, was so dominant, I think it was.
0: He was one of the best Performances this season City deserved the three points But you know my the, the views qualification. On well, right, it's The qualification yeah. Whatever yeah. City deserved to win They played better But uh, And I thought Spurs oh. Were disappointing Come think, on man, man. Well, So
1: the referee And VAR Got it wrong Both of them
0: <laughs> Don't get me started. But I'm just no, saying.
1: To. Juventus drop points at the head by Empoli at home 1-1 after Arek Milik Gets himself sent off after just 16
0: minutes, Gab. This was silly from him. He was very silly. He he's apologized. Yeah, come it on. was it was rash. You can't do that. You know, in the middle of the park as well. Valvic, though, got the equalizer before yes, uh, the wunderkind Baldanzi. Uh, sorry, I put them ahead while well before yeah. Baldanzi equalized. It's tough. You can't gut it out. You can't. A 16 minute You can't play 75 minutes at home, even against Empoli, and be sure of creating tons of chances. And they didn't. No. So it's definitely two points robbed. Yeah. Bayeleva Leverkusen held to a scoreless draw at home by Borussia Mönchengladbach. Jules, are they running out of steam?
1: But I don't think so uh, I just, man, Jeremy Frimpong on his own could have had a hat-trick should have had a hat-trick had
0: so many chances so
1: many chances an incredible the XG
0: were like 2.2 to 0.2 yeah
1: the last the, if you have if you if you watch one thing today if you haven't watched this game of course it's the Florian Norhurst tackle on Frimpong last dish tackle <laughs> yes. in the box it's incredible and if it's a big if, I know, but if Bayern win the title by a point, let's say... They can that, thank Florian Neuhaus. Oh, my God, that tackle would have made a massive difference. Gabriel Forsman are also on the way for Chabi Alonso. Borja Iglesias is arriving
0: on loan. Can we guess he really, really does not like Patrick Schick? And, or maybe Victor Boniface's injury is, is worse yeah. than maybe. we expected. Um, this is a weird one uh, because they, they can turn to make the loan permanent for 8 million euros, which is not a lot. I mean, he's 31 now, I think. But he hasn't played. scored at all this year. He's hardly played even. And he's hardly played. And some people might... And this is, and he's hardly played after notching double figures in the league yeah, in yeah. the last three years, including 15 last year. Some people have suggested... If you remember, Borja Iglesias was somebody who came out. It's one of the few Spanish men's national team players who said that, well, if Jenny Hermoso... Uh, sorry if uh, Rubiales isn't banned then I don't want to play for Spain yeah some people are connecting the two as somebody who maybe talks a little too much has Ah, opinions I think well done Borja solidarity also back on Friday Chelsea and Villa battle to a scoreless draw Jules your thoughts
1: well we have a replay I'm not sure this is a good thing for anybody Really? Yeah. And that's just, <laughs> that's all I have to say on this, Gabi. Milan missed two penalties at home to Bologna and give up an injury time penalty of their own. Gab, what can purely Together, a good run of results.
0: I'm not blaming this on Pioli. I mean, Bologna played well. They yeah, did exactly. Zerce. Fantastic. Yeah. But you missed two freaking penalties. And mm-hmm. the penalty you give up at the end is stupid, stupid. channel pulling him from behind. Dude, there's cameras everywhere. There's VAR. You're on CCTV. Don't do that. This one is not on Pioli. And Rafael Leal, I thought, looked really good. Yeah. Girona stay top of La Liga, winning 1-0 at Rafa Benitez of Celta. Jules, they're still not going away, even with the injuries.
1: Yeah, Gabi And we've said it before, though, the impact from their usual subs, whether it's during a game or like in this game when Porto starts, where he's not really a starter, certainly not, you know, when everybody is fit. And for him to go and score the winner and have that kind of impact is everything you want from your No, your second eleven, but you know the players that you know are not going to be your stars this season. And it's great they keep it winning, even if it's a bit tight, even if there's not be lucky too. have some chances as well. You know, the the only way they can go all the way, as we said many times, is that riding a little bit their luck and having the key players delivering, and when they can't, having some super sub coming in. And doing the job, and that's exactly what happened. So well done to them. Bush Dortmund be local rivals. Bochum 3-1, and it's Niklas Fullkrug with the hat-trick gap. They're
0: three points clear of Leipzig 9 fourth. They're rolling, they're doing this a bit differently. It I was do. it was a hat-trick from Fulkrug. Two of those two were paid, penalties. Yeah, so. Not but sure it were, counts, but they were clearly the better team. My man Matson again dominating yeah, down the flank. Um what was interesting too is he switched it around. He played Full with Mukoku, almost a four-two-four or four-four-two if you like um and I'm revisiting my views on Fulkrug, like I told you especially if they're seeing him in person the guy can easily play with it too he's not just a lump of a center forward no. he's not fast but he really has an eye for for the players around him and I don't think though I don't think we'll, we'll see two up top the rest of the way if everybody's fit but it's an interesting thing. I wonder how a Malin, for example, yeah, through the middle might work. Yeah. Third straight defeat for Leipzig jewels as they get trounced away to Stuttgart 5 2, and Dennis Undav scores a hat trick while asking Girassi who?
1: Girassi who, who? is going to stay a bit longer. I've come because Guinea won. They don't need him. Stay they there. Stay it. there. We have Denis I mean, Undav. Was, we also said that Stuttgart, the two games previously, Uh, were disappointing but in this one they were outstanding and Leipzig are a good team even if right now they're going through a bit of a bad patch. This was one of the best performances you will see this season in the Bundesliga. They were so dominant, they scored five, they had so many shots, they gave nothing away to Leipzig at all, which is very, very impressive. I just don't know, I just don't think they can do that consistently, Stuttgart, but I mean, hopefully
0: this is enough for a top four finish, you know. Leipzig have had a tough run of opponents, yeah. obviously, played yeah, like Frankfurt and so on, but I, they are dropping like a stone. Yeah. He needs yeah. to turn around quickly. Yeah.
1: Atletico Madrid dominate and beat Valencia 2-0. Memphis Depay started with Griezmann up front and he scored a won the goal. I'm sure you loved it.
0: Wouldn't you have loved no. that since you're all about He's the top tough... he, he flicks it over the defender, goes around and... And just, just smashes it from like thirty yards just over the bar. Yeah, I mean yeah. And it's cool it's called cool, it's called cool as well in that game. So. Depay special and moist can yeah, maybe Hey Moïse, may, hey Moist, maybe you can learn from the Pie. You yeah. only learned the good bits. The magic of the cup, They yeah. always tell about. Little Maidstone United, who I discovered are in the sixth tier yeah. of uh, the English football pyramid, go on the road to knock out Ipswich Town, who I also we I discovered. Are apparently really good in the championship. Yeah, I believe they're second in the table reportedly. Yeah, and they could be in the Premier League Chim- season. Yeah,
1: and this was just—I mean—incredible because Maidenstone, a uh, Maidstone, had two shots. They scored two goals. Uh, you can say it. were they lucky. They were so lucky. But again, okay. there's nothing wrong by being lucky. It's part of the But romance. don't give me the whole yeah. game plan work. The game plan, did. it was the game plan to concede 38 shots. No, that was not the game plan. 38 shots? 38 shots against them, they had. Come on. So give me the luck. Yeah, and it's a great fairy tale story. I love it. Well done. But don't give me the game plan work. They executed it perfectly. This okay. is not, come on. Please. Oh yeah, but it's
0: good. But and, you it's know, amazing for all the, FA the FA neutrals cap. will be back. Yes, oh, right.
1: we all love Maidstone United, even if I don't know where it is in this country. The Maidstone and Maidenhead are different places. I just yeah, did I well. say
0: Maidenstone? Maybe no, no, you I know, get you, them
1: confused. Yeah,
0: Maidenhead in is Kent, near the airport. Right? Maidstone is in yeah, Kent yeah, somewhere.
1: somewhere. Yeah, George is doing an amazing job. Anyway, still, and on the flip side of the FA Cup gap, there were really, really ugly scenes when West Brom lost at home to Wolves in the derby.
0: So West Brom and Wolverhampton Wanderers is one of the absolute most intense rivalries yeah. um, in in England. And for different reasons, because some were up or others were down, I think they actually hadn't played each other in, in more than 10 years in front of fans. I think they might have played each other uh, during during COVID. Uh, Wolves, obviously a Premier League side, uh, a better side. When they scored to make it 2-0, Fighting broke out at one end of the crowd um, where the Wolves away fans were. At the other end, too, close to the players' families, because there was a bunch of um, Wolves and West Brom are very close to each other. Um, the Hawthorns to Molyneux, I think, is half an hour maybe, uh, if that. Yeah. Um, and this was near where there were a bunch of Wolves fans who had, I guess, bought tickets in that section of the in crowd. Yeah, home end, yeah. It was really ugly. The fighting spilled over onto the pitch. The players had to come off the pitch, go down the tunnel play was halted for 35 minutes. Police made five arrests. And I would more people involved. I would assume <laughs> there's going to be more now because no, seriously, anybody you've cameras really? everywhere. Anybody who comes onto the I, mean, I would assume there's going to be more. I'm just glad nobody got hurt. It, Although yeah, one had blood all over his face, man. Yeah, uh not a good look. Let's turn to the Afghan jewels. Angola beat up Namibia 3-0 and advanced to the quarter final. Easy peasy. Not really, no, but it was a good win, I thought, for them. Should have been. Angola are a lot better than yeah, Namibia.
1: they should. And I think they will get a lot of confidence in that game. Namibia, we said they're there because they were one of the best third and they should not really be there at this kind of level. But this Angola team, I would not want to face them. You know, Mabuluru scored that amazing goal too. So, you know, well done to them. And Angola will play Gabi. Your Super Eagles next Ademola Lukman scored twice. Are they be Archwavel Cameroon two I
0: that's right. I'm 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 psyched. I'm hyped. I'm amped. Victor Osimhen. I thought play didn't score, but I thought played really, really well. Ademola Lukman, it's funny, I remember his debut with Everton and he looked like a child, he had a really youthful face. Now he looks like a forty-year-old man. I mean, in terms of just his face. No, I don't mean in a negative way. No, but he's got the beard. He's got the look. It's really weird how it, it, it's, it's. He's pretty badass, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Knew, and uh,
0: uh, anyway, Do you um, remember
1: that time at um, Atalanta when he scored like in eleven games in a row, something yeah. crazy
0: like in Serie. A, amazing. Yeah, no, no, no. he's uh, he's turned into a really good player. Cameroon. We've only seen them in spurts, even the group state. But before all the self harm they did with, with, with inside the squad and the goalkeeper and and you know, nah, and Rico Burst song. It was a shambles, we said it. It's the it's beginning. been it's been a shambles and it was almost like they didn't show up. I mean
1: yeah, yeah completely
0: was a real nail-biter in, uh, between Egypt and Congo, but the pharaohs are out. And even my boy Gabaski Come on, couldn't no, help them on the penalties.
1: You no, know, because this was a great penalty shooter. He went to a 7-7, then Gabaski took one, the goalkeeper. Yeah. for 18 it,
0: penalty sh- takers. I should, think he was the 19th.
1: Who should not have been playing because he only played because the number one got injured in the last group stage game for Egypt. Gabaski missed. And then uh, the Congo goalkeeper who played for Rodez in the French second division, scored his, and he always looks so confident, I love that. So that's a massive win for Congo. And if you listened to the show a few weeks back, we said this Congo team is really good. They've got good chemistry, a good coach, good players, Kakuta, Wisa, Bakambu, etc., etc., and Bemba and... Hey, we go. I think they the won of
0: the surprise. Those three guys you mentioned, Kakuta, Wisa and Bakambu, didn't take penalties because they were all off. Yeah, yeah. Which no, also no. shows you there's some bit of depth as mental well. Mental depth yeah. there too.
1: Equatorial hey, Guinea were divest- devastating in the group stage. They played really well, but they are out to uh, falling to Mohamed Baez, buzzer beater in the eighth minute of injury time.
0: This is this this, this, this Afghan. is so. It's just been wild. So it's exciting. Been I mean, Equatorial Guinea, and I say it was the greatest respect to Guinea and Sir Girassi. Yeah. They're, they have to kick themselves. Yeah, uh, It was dependency. a stupid and unnecessary red card, I thought. Um, and then, then to go to get a penalty with 10 men and to miss it, putting yourself in this situation. 100%. I don't know if they played for penalty kicks towards the end or maybe they were tired. I mean, Egypt, going back to that, certainly played for yeah, yeah, yeah. so well, they, they went 10. down to 10 men. Yeah. Um, but then to concede that goal in the eighth minute of injury time. Yeah. I don't know where Guinea's going, but I'll tell you what. I mean, they play Congo next, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken. That's a, a big game. It's a big game. It look, feels like it's downhill for yeah. Congo. Yeah, Jules, shall we check in on our pal John Baxter and his Leon team? So they lose at home at, to Wren, yeah. but Ren left something <laughs> behind it's a tall, lanky Serb. It is. Who's it won is. a lot in his career. Who
1: won a lot in his career uh, because Nemanja Matic has been transferred to Lyon from Rennes, which should be surprising. Remember I told you Was this it, Is it a loan? No.
0: It's okay, wait. Didn't they pay like five million from him for Roma six months ago? Uh, yeah, and they got three... Three back this time now. So they really don't like him. It's like six months later you're yeah, willing they to
1: take to get rid. Because uh, <laughs> we told you to, we told you the story about the kids and international school in Rennes, all of that. It's going to go to Lyon. If it better international
0: watched, schools. I Lyon. mean, if
1: if he watched the first half when Rennes were three nil up at half time in at the Groupama Stadium in Lyon, maybe may, maybe somebody saw the Machi is trying to leave the stadium. <laughs> hey, no, no, no! You signed now. You have to stay here. <laughs> Uh, he got a little bit better in the second half because Lyon scored two goals and Rennes was just controlling the game. They lost three-two. The fans were again not happy at all. This is going to be a big fight for not going that to not go down. But I just I, I don't know how this team is there really, and I think Texter is to blame. I think the players, of course, has to blame. have have to be blamed, but I'm just not sure how much Matis changes the dynamic.
0: No, he doesn't. That's it. Simple.
1: Lazio and Napoli Served up A scoreless draw I mean it was not Just scoreless It was a bad game One shot on target In the whole game Gab,
0: this was one of The ugliest game This weekend Yeah so much of the battle For top four contenders I mean Marito Sarri The screws have come on? loose Napoli, you expected the master disaster's in charge. He's like, oh, let me go to my let me <laughs> let me go to my back three and try to bore everybody out of it." He even yeah. had the guts to say, "Oh, I thought we played really, really well. Maybe we could have exploited their high line a little more." The reason Lazio were playing a high line is because you had everybody in the penalty box. Yeah, um, I, it was horrendous. We don't need to talk about this anymore. I thought he was not going to play back three like at Napoli. I thought he said, "No, no, no, don't worry." He, he's he's Manzari, the master disaster. Monaco go down to 10 men And then 9 men at the end Away to Marseille But they still manage a 2-2 draw Jules, Rino Gattuso will be ranting more than usual Given Monaco had their first guy sent off after 11 minutes Yeah, Maripan uh, Which I thought was really harsh, by the way, to be fair Uh,
1: And Gattuso says the line again uh, oh, I could not have asked much more from my players. What about asking them to win a game where they play for uh, 85, 85 minutes or something, with an extra man? Because it's okay. You can have a lot. You know, you can run a lot and put a lot of effort in, and your manager said, "Listen, yeah, we tried," and but you drew. You played almost the whole game with 11 men against 10. And yeah, Vitinha could have scored at the end. I don't know what's going on with him. I, you know, they maybe probably played over the, over the top a year ago for, for him. big Vitinha? Big Vitinha, yeah. Who's definitely not as good as small Vitinha. Or Vitinho. Or Vitinho. Uh, should have won the game for them. But in the end, I'm glad that the Hutter, who had a tough time lately, got this one out and they got a point in the big... Big derby against a big rival, away with, with, with 10 men for so long. It's really good for Monaco. Gab, ugly scenes in League One as well. Referee Craig Higgs awards a late penalty to Bournemouth against Port- Portsmouth. Vale. Did I say Bournemouth? Yes. Portsmouth, sorry, against Port Vale. And a fan runs
0: onto the field to play and chases the referee. If you watch the video of this, you see this, the, this fool run it's onto not. the pitch and run after him. What's, what I thought was ridiculous and frankly shameful, if I was the manager of either of these two teams... Like you don't want your players to get hurt, and I know, as I've heard others say, oh, but you never know, when a fan runs onto the pitch, he could be carrying a, a, a taser or a knife or a machete, whatever. But the referee's running away from him, terrified, know, like, and he runs right past the players. He did nothing. No, it's one of it's the assistant. It's it's, it's one of the uh, assistant coaches who <laughs> maybe, stopped the fan. Yeah, maybe he was no shocked. Your, I don't know. I whatever. It, obviously, that this that this fan belongs in, in in a zoo or a cage somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel bad for the referee. Obviously, nobody yeah, needs to deal bad. with this. It looked like something that you know you saw from like the third division in Brazil in like the 1970s yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, ridiculous. It's terrible. Algeria were hoping to lure Zinedine Zidane. To coach your national team. How'd that go, Jules?
1: So I, I really like the idea. So Jamel Belmari got sacked because of mm-hmm. how terrible they were again at the bottom of the group in Afcon. And you're the imagine you're the Federation, you think, okay, who, who could we go for? We could go for, I'm sure they've got a few candidates, mm-hmm. but let's let's why not sing big and go for big. What worse could happen is that the guy says no, right, and they go for Zidane, obviously from Algerian backgrounds. And Zidane said no. And and we all know why, because he's got his eyes on another team. But I just I'd like the fight that they tried. He's got his so eyes on loved. France. Yeah, I think he knows Back that after the Euros. It's very likely that Deschamps step down after the Euros and it'll be his. So yeah, it makes sense, but I just love the fight that they tried. It's lovely. Union Berlin beat Darmstadt 1-0, merged to producer Freddy's Joy, of course. But yeah, this match made history for another reason.
0: That's right. As you know, Bielsa, the, um, the Union Berlin uh, manager, uh, he was suspended after yeah. after slapping uh, Leroy, Leroy Sane, not once, but twice <laughs> last Wednesday. So his assistant steps in, and his assistant happens to be a woman, Marie-Louise Etta. Yeah. Um, and she becomes the first woman to coach in a Bundesliga game. Yeah, it was
1: great to see
0: Uh I think now we've had women coaches in the top flight in two of the big five leagues, yeah. right? Because I forget the name of those in France. Was it five years ago? Uh, yeah, but that was second division at Clermont at the time. With Clermont Yac. Foot?
1: Yeah, Clermont Foot, your other
0: favourite club. Oh, wait, so this is the first time in the big five? Yeah, I think or it's the bigger. first time in the big five. Notable. Some players are reportedly keen to leave the Saudi Pro League. Others are keen to go yeah, there. Yeah, wow. Ivan Rakitic is on his way. And David De Gea could soon be, too, which I don't really understand why they need to wait for the transfer window for De Gea. he has been unemployed for six months, but they've been linked with Al-Shabaab.
1: Yeah, Al-Shabaab, of course. Which means where, the boys, I think.
0: Yeah, which, you know,
1: where they wanted to bring Jose Mourinho to the club and it might still happen. And and maybe Ivan Rakitic said yes, because, you know, this is happening. And maybe David De Gea, who didn't want to go to Saudi at all uh, for the last six months, maybe he's also happy to join now. Uh, with so much as Sule, I, who apparently had a big offer and re- refused to go, or, you know, said no, rejected it. I mean Rakitic could be Sule's dad, probably, so <laughs> towards the end of your career, maybe. I mean De Gea has been training on his own for six months, I just I just still don't get the vibe.
0: Al-Shabaab, by the way, not one of the PIF four, no. uh, so the, I guess they're kind of in the intermediate in terms of spending alongside with, with al Yeah. I'd be a little cautious about going to a non-PIF club, frankly. That's all I'm going to say.
1: I agree. The Women's Super League would remain an open competition with promotion and relegation. Gab, some clubs, reportedly led by Tottenham and Daniel Levy, believe that it would be more sustainable if it was a closed league. Yeah, so
0: part of the argument here is that, I've said this many times, some people don't believe that women's football should necessarily follow the European men's football model. Um, What you have is the wealthy clubs absolutely dominating um, the smaller clubs. Uh, And so maybe if you didn't have the concerns of relegation, maybe it would be easier to plan. Maybe you could divide up the money better because everybody's losing money in this league. So um, I don't know. Reportedly, reportedly Daniel Levy was in favour of it it could also be Daniel Levy such a figure of hate among so many people that anything bad you <laughs> could say Daniel Levy best. supports it. Yeah, pineapple on pizza. Oh, I bet Daniel Levy supports that, of course. You know. More women's football jewels with for president Alexander Chefrin, in an interview with the Guardian said every women's competition in the world still loses money. Broadcasters need to step up. He also questioned whether it was right to as they do in some countries like uh, like Italy for example. Uh, It was right to force the men's clubs to have a women's division um, and whether that was the right way forward. Yeah I mean forcing clubs to have a
1: women's side is not because if to do a good job you need to be fully committed fully involved and if somebody has forced you to do it I think could be kind of productive. For the financial aspect of women's competitions yeah of course but what about maybe you start having a proper look at the women's football calendar in general and we talked about women's champions league for example who is uh played at times where you've got the men's international break where you think it's a good idea but then they end up playing the same day that you big countries are playing we've said that the champions league calendar fixture list is not put at the right times and no wonder maybe why some don't want to broadcast it in those you know in those days and time so maybe you get more money if you were actually paying a bit more attention on where they should play how you could promote it before moaning that they all all the time lose
0: money yeah and I think she's right about the broadcaster stepping up but at some point you also need kind of proof of concept and maybe you can do more on the cost control side as well and maybe you should
1: and more suffering, Gabi, he hit back at those accusing him of a power grab by changing the statutes to allow him to run for another term where he should not really be allowed to. And he said he hasn't decided yet if he will or not. So he's backtracking a little bit, right?
0: Well, he said he hasn't decided yet. Fair enough. Um, but he says that this thing with changing the statutes, he says, and look, he's a lawyer. You know, my thoughts on lawyers. I have no idea of what he says is true or not. <laughs> um, he had a real go at... <laughs> Somebody and I think you can guess who it is, who's planting all these mean stories about him in the English media. Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but he says that, oh, the way the statutes are written now, actually, there are no term limits and I could run forever. So we need to change them to clarify the situation. Right. And it's a whole thing about whether his first term is actually a term because he took over halfway um, through, halfway through yeah. right? I just clarify it, do it, and then think long and hard about whether you should stick around. Yeah. Because like I said, it's it's not a good look. You have unfinished business there. He also said that when um, we told you about how Zvonimir and Balban left and attacked him, um, and he said, well, it's not worth commenting on what Balban says. Well, you know what? Maybe it is. Because Balban yeah, is yeah, a exactly. influential Yeah, I think you have to be a really... It's You mm-hmm. want to appear the a strong man, that's fine, and you still have all the support. But especially if you're going to effectively be a counterweight to FIFA, which UEFA generally yeah. is, I think people have to have faith in you. And one way to do it is also saying, all right, what is actually best? Is it really to have a situation where somebody can, can stick around for this much? Um, I don't know. I, I think he needs to really, really have a think about where he is. Romário had his, like, see how he did that? Had his birthday party, Jules, and guess who was among the guests? Yeah, he turned
1: 58, and he invited Neymar Jr. Of course, why not? I mean, I've got nothing, yeah. Neymar is recovering from his injury back home in Brazil. Nothing wrong with that. He's been working really hard, I'm sure, on his rehab. You know, eating well, sleeping well, working hard, working well. And then he turns up at Romário's birthday party. How can we say? Um... Uh, with a few kilos,
0: too many, maybe. What did you weigh him? How do you know? Maybe he bulked up, maybe, maybe, he, went, maybe, he, maybe bulked he worked up. on his upper body. Do you remember
1: was- when we said I- that story about how he, like, organized a New Year's party, New Year's party on that massive cruiser, cruise boat, whatever you say in English, for 4,000 people when they're partying for three days? I'm, I'm really worried. I won't lie. I'm really, really, really worried.
0: But he doesn't play for PSG anymore. Don't worry. It.
1: The New York Times reports that a number of individuals convicted in U.S. courts as part of the FIFA scandal a few years ago, if you remember, that brought down former president said Blatter, could appeal and have their cases overturned.
0: Uh, yeah, so this, really? is, so this is complicated. I'm going to try to make this very simple. Um, so the reason FIFA came down in 2016. I think everybody knows it was because the U.S. Department of Justice took an interest in this and some of the money that was changing hands, money laundering and so on. The reality is most most jurisdictions cannot investigate FIFA because they're not powerful enough, right? But the Feds, they're actually (laughs) really really powerful in the U.S. has nukes and all this other stuff, right? Um, So they went and they convicted a bunch of people. Now, one of them, um, who's actually a TV executive at, at, at Fox, a guy named uh, Hernan Lopez, he was accused of of paying bribes to help Fox beat ESPN to the, um, the rights, yeah. to the rights to, to to the World Cups in um, 2018 and 2022. He was convicted of wire fraud and money laundering, but he's now free because the judge ruled that the wire fraud statute does not apply. He's decided the Supreme Court decision in May, where because, as I understand, I'm not a lawyer here, don't quote me, but yeah. because it's overseas. Read the New York Times story for more detail. <laughs> but basically, this kind of invalidates this sort of of of, 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 of prosecution. And now, Jose Achenaput, who was the head of the Paraguayan um, uh, Football Association, and a member of the FIFA Exco, who was banned, he spent, I think, four years in prison, uh, where he became a chef in prison, incidentally. Um, now, <laughs> he's saying, hey, I might appeal my conviction, too. I might have a strong case on these same grounds. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Lawyers, if you're into this legal stuff, read it. You know my thoughts on this. If these people are innocent and commit crimes, they should go free. Simple as. But yeah. not a great look. No. Not a great look not. at all. Definitely. Jules, this brings us to an end, but we got to come back on Thursday. Oh, my God. Of course. Midweek league yes. football. I don't like midweek league football. I think it should be on the weekends. But yeah, that's uh, Until then, love the game. Love your neighbor. Love yourself.